Hello there. Welcome to Everpals. Welcome back to Everpals, everybody. It's been a minute. It's been a month. I know. <laughs> Wait, was it really a month? Yeah, it was a month. Oh, no. And I know we tried. We wanted to go ahead and, and get a uh, get a podcast in, and we just didn't. Because no, it doesn't work out for us. We're assholes. <laughs> well, we were busy a couple of times with uh, beat-in game and stuff. Uh, new expansion just dropped uh, on Mangler, and I've been busier with work as of late, and you've been pretty busy too. But today, everything lined up, and here we are. Yeah, if you know anybody that's a nurse, <laughs> please yeah. send them my way because I'm tired of working all these shifts. That's right, and we need more instructors where I work. So if anybody has their master's or PhD and want to teach some biology, hit me up. But anyway... <laughs> So yeah, we've been busy uh, getting lots of flags done and all that kind of stuff. We've been having some fun times. Playing Speaking on of, yeah, I had I woke up to your text the, <laughs> yesterday. Was it? Yeah, and I was like, "What the hell is he talking about? I have no <laughs> idea what he's getting at." Right. And apparently, I, I missed a flag. Can you tell me a little bit more about what I did? Um. So yeah, you missed. Um. What was it? It was the one that lets you into the city, whichever one that is. Uh, mm. Apparently, you were supposed to log me in, and then there was some kind of issue where you forgot to, or you were just like, oops, don't worry about it. I said, I'll take care of it, and you never did. Mm. I had Telsey logged in on my third computer for like a long time, but when I'm like boxing and doing all this other thing, sometimes mm -hmm. I forget what I'm doing, Yeah, what I'm supposed to be doing. And then... Um, you know, no offense to uh, our kind people that run us around the uh, Kara and Anigo, but they move a little fast and then they're hailing people. And I'm like, mm, did we get an ad here? Yeah, I'm Maybe. not sure, but it wasn't that bad. We had our, our good, nice skill leader, Namiro, uh, came to the rescue and requested the mission for us and actually helped out and did the mission with us. It took about 30 minutes or something. So it wasn't, a, wasn't an issue. Well, I just thanks, wanted to make Namiro. you feel bad about it. Uh, no, that's fine. I yeah. um, Everybody makes me feel bad about everything. It's yeah, what's I was new. like, well, let me make Pokemon <laughs> feel bad about this, uh, even though he was trying to help me out. So, yeah, I, uh, I've been working Monday through Friday, like 8 to 5 most days. Uh, today's kind of the exception. Um, hopefully my bosses aren't listening right now because I'm kind of clocked in. But Oop. shh, nobody knows. Oop. But, yeah, I'm salary anyway. I just got a set amount of work to do. But I do it all. I'm doing a good job there. Yeah, I won't tell if you won't. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, what else we got going on? Um, today is the day that we are going to pick the winner of the Chrono giveaway. Yeah, we have five uh, Chronos. If this is the first time you heard about it, uh, you're too late. But <laughs> we had five Chronos donated to us by Lambeck, our fearless warrior from Kith and Kin. Thank you, Lambeck. Fearless. Uh, fearless, right. He just goes for it and he's like... Uh, heels to Lambeck, here I go. And, and then, you know, <laughs> there he is. One. That's a pretty good impersonation. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, we haven't had our um, lunch date at Chuck E. Cheese. Hopefully soon we can get together, Lambeck, you and I, and have our, our lunch together. Uh, but, yeah, he donated five chrono to the podcast, and we turned that right back around into a contest where we had people um, talk about their favorite zone on our uh, Discord servers. We had a lot of... Uh, a lot of fun stuff, all the way from like Sebelis, I think uh, Temple of Ishan, 
Um, it was yes. really great. So if you want to check some of those out, they should still be on the uh, Discord for you to look at. Yes, come join us on the Discord. Yeah, we, we do a lot of talking on the Discord with our uh, listeners. Um, but besides that, we are, well, I think we kind of already talked about it. We are in Underfoot. Underfoot yes. launched, what, a week ago now? Yeah, it was like last Wednesday. So for us right now, that would be a week and one day, so eight days ago. Um, I can't remember. Did I log on that afternoon? I think I did. And we did a few of the missions together. It's good times. I wanted to be done with all my progression, but uh, it just wasn't working out in the schedule. Um, it's been nice to kind of just sit back a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've, I won't say I'm like burnt out, um, and because uh, I'm not by any means, um, but I I am just tired of the the day to day grind, you know. So right. uh, taking a, taking a we had like at the end of the expansion a couple raid nights where I took it off, um, something I don't normally do, but I did, and right. um, you know it's 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 nice it's nice to like uh, go ahead and and keep your head down and just get going on that, you know. Yeah. So fortunately. You know, if you miss a raid night with this expansion, it's not a huge deal because what happens is uh, after you kill a raid boss in the first tier, um, it drops an item and we just they just hand those items out. So you're not missing a flag. Uh, you can kind of join in later as long as your guild is still doing those and, and pick up those items and, and keep up with everybody else. Now, we've been really busy with the, the group progression and the two are kind of intertwined in a way. Um while you don't need them to do some raids, but in order to uh, reach the destination where the raid is requested, you might have to do some group progression to get to that zone. Yeah, and uh, it's been actually pretty fun. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Any, any? Uh, do you like any of the zones like that we've been in yet? Or um, I can tell you which one I don't like. Uh, there's the the city one. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, the one but... that's really fucking bright. It's very bright, very white, and also there's lots of layers to the zone, like lots of towers and basements, and you're not sure. Like you get somewhere and you're like, oh, the NPC will be here. Like, nope, it's above you or below you, and you have to leave the room and go like to a ramp. So yeah, that's uh, not one of my favorites. Um, I do like that the uh, area of the undead, that was kind of cool. The cooling chambers, I believe it was. I kind of like that. We didn't spend much time there, but hopefully we get to go back. No, I think there there's, we've only explored like half that, of the expansion, so I think there's a lot more to see. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I I think we a um, couple of the zones that see and viz and see through shroud of stealth and Ooh, even um, shroud. Yeah, oh, uh, and that's a uh, yeah, smacks my butthole around. It's not very fun. Yeah, I'm having the same issues. Um, where seeds of destruction, you just walk around everywhere and see the destruction. Nothing saw in viz, and so I kind of got used to that. Um, but not the case in Underfoot. You got to be careful. Don't you agree? I, like in Seeds of Destruction, you just invis and you're good. Seeds of Destruction. Yeah. The, the last expansion. Yeah. Unless yeah, it was undead. Saw. I don't. I don't think there was much undead in Seeds of Destruction, except for uh, Field of Scale. I think it was. Yeah, nothing really saw uh, through Shroud there. That was really nice. That reminds me of um, uh, TSS, that where nothing saw through invis as well. And that right. was really nice. Um, but we didn't have that same luxury in no. um, 
was it uh, Secrets of Fade where and Depths of Dark Hollow was I think Depths of Dark Hollow was the first time that there was mobs that throw, saw through Shroud of Stealth during the Demi Plane of Blood. The Demi Plane of Blood, yes, and where yeah, Mayong was because I remember there was hurt. like, oh, do corpse recovery, and I'm just running around with Polly. Uh, I think you're probably doing the same thing with Poken, and then just die went splat, and we're like, um, well, shit. Yeah, what was I doing? <laughs> right. We always made the comparison, like, you know, the gods can't see through uh, Shroud of Stealth, but a skeleton in some random zone can? Okay. Nice balance in there, uh, EverQuest. Yeah, thanks, Daybreak. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Daybreak. Um, but yeah, it's been a good expansion so far. There's still more work to do. I'd, I'd say it's going to take us at least another week um, to, to finish the group um, flagging, because for each, it only takes one mission to get the flag. But you have to do, you know, four or five lead-up missions in order to request the final mission. Um, so those do take uh, quite some time. It takes a few hours for each um, tier. But we've been doing pretty good. You know, we have our tank, Kara, our Shadow Knight tank, Kara. She's been pretty well geared, um, both through raid and some group stuff. But um, I just got an upgrade last night to... Uh, my primary weapon is pretty nice. So, Did you get armor as well? I, I did get some raid armor for pretty cheap, I think. Uh, I upgraded my wrist armor to, I think it's like the lowest tier of raid armor. But So what I had previously was the best tier in Seeds of Destruction of group armor. So it was around like 700 hit points or so. Um, and then I upgraded to... It might have been less than that. Might have been six hundred. Then I upgraded to like the lowest tier of raid uh, wrist uh, armor for this expansion, and it was I think like thirteen hundred mana. So quite an upgrade, like seven hundred eight hundred mana. Yeah, it's like an extra cast for me, but also it has a bunch of extra stats and all that kind of good stuff. Well, good. And it was cheap. Uh, yeah. Well, cheap's always nice too. Yep. I uh, I. I gonna have to get my visible armor for this expansion it's a must okay um, so i have to go to the raids <laughs> yeah so the visible armor for this expansion fortunately you don't have to like um have any kind of currency or anything like that um there is crafted material that kind of drops um in all the zones from like all the different monsters and then you just someone has to do the combine for you and it's relatively expensive like 200 plat for the combine um, they give you that item you buy something for about 1k plat and you have your item so it's not very um troublesome in order to make the gear because you saw how troublesome it was in the uh, previous expansion of seeds of destruction where you have to get to get the best armor you have to get like two drops two ray drops to get the best armor and a group drop so that was a little confusing yeah and they had to pay like like 40,000, I think, in, like, secrets to, like, buy right. the... Right, secrets is really expensive, I think. Nah, I could be wrong. This might only be the entry-level entry level tier of raid gear. I haven't fully researched um, how the raid gear drops. Um, so I just... I miss the good old days when you could just go and get your, your item and then turn it in with another piece that you could buy for a 1,000 plat, and then yeah. or there you go. Or just have the item drop... Anyway, you know, because yeah, I mean, we nice used too. to have like, you know, 
necromancer, wizard, mage. Um, class only gear. Yeah, class only enchanter. And I was fine with that, but I guess they got so specific with the uh, focus items um, that they really need to uh, make it where you turn stuff in. What are we doing here, guys? Is it that important? No, and I think they could even like add an aug slot, like you know, type whatever aug, where you know that focus effect can be added on later, and you don't have to go through all this of making specific armor for each class. You just kind of make um, armor for each type of material, um, and then put an aug slot in there that can be mod- added to. Problem solved. I don't want to. I don't want to talk out my ass here, but I'm pretty sure that you can change the focus effects on the gear of this expansion. Really? Okay. I'm going to look into that. I haven't heard anything about that. It might be specifically for like mixed classes, like Beast Lord and Mage. Okay. Um, but I, I do believe that you can go ahead and change um, your focus slots. So... Okay. Maybe look into that. Yeah. Or I should look into that and let you guys know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You thought about it. You look it up. Oh, um, God. But yeah, fortunately, on the last expansion, I got um, the highest tier of uh, robes from the raid. So I have a clicky every 10 minutes where I can have eight free casts. Um, so that's pretty nice when I'm running. You know, I kind of burn it almost on cooldown uh, unless I'm already full mana just to uh, keep up with mana production. It's get, things are getting better with mana. I still miss Beaten in the group with the Focus Paragon, but uh, for the most part, I was able to keep up with the group. And now it's like really apparent when I'm either out of mana or uh, not paying attention and not nuking because <laughs> Kara and Inigo were like, um, where's your DPS? And then I start casting again and things die. Do you um, <laughs> do? Does that mean I have to bring uh, Beaten to raid tonight? As long as it's not Grunnock, I I don't care. I can I can. <laughs> no, in raids it's not too bad because I get like fully buffed in raids. So I get like all the Beast Lord buffs. I get like you know the best clarity out there. So you know I'm replenishing my mana fairly well because like the last raid I went to, mana was not an issue for me. Um, even like the fights don't last long enough. I was at like fifty percent mana and I was like chain casting, so. Uh, no, mana's not an issue anymore. Oh, good. Yeah, because I have this new spell. Um, the spell itself is not that great, but it has bonus effects. And so there's a 5% chance each time I cast it to refresh my harvest spell. My harvest spell gives me, I think it's like almost like 7,000 mana or 8,000 mana. Um, it equates to about uh, almost 20%, 25% of my mana. Again, I might be getting the numbers wrong. It's a pretty good big chunk. So I've, I just cast that one spell on cooldown just to see if I get that 5% chance of refreshing it. So that's it. Yeah, that looks like a, a cool spell that you had there because um, Beaten didn't get anything cool like that. And no. I don't really think Pounding gets anything that I was like drooling over either. So Yeah, I was kind of concerned uh, about my sustained DPS because I didn't get any new damaging spells really. Uh, I did get one like rain spell. That's an upgrade, but all my other sp- I didn't get any like direct damage spell. Why well, all like like you as a rogue? I'm sure there's like a new dagger out there that you're probably drooling over, um, and you know like one hand slash, one hand blunt, whatever. The the ratios went way up. They're like much better weapons, uh, but this spell actually helps me keep my mana bar full. 
Um, so I can just keep casting. So more mana equals more nukes equals more damage. I haven't even really looked at daggers. Um, you know, it's gotten to the point where I'm not the only rogue anymore. So, uh, you know, if I see something shiny, I'm going to bid on yeah. it. If not, yeah, it's a little bit different because obviously was the last time had, you upgraded your dagger. Uh, last expansion, I got two uh, oh, two daggers. Okay. So, so seeds of destruction. Okay. Did you get the best one in the for the expansion, or I think it's the best one? Question okay. mark. Right. Um, I, I don't know. They're both really good. Let's see. It's the life shriek, and I have. Oh, I got one of the uh, the swords, the fate slayer. Okay. Cool. Both are really cool. And then I also had the uh, crystalline spear. That has the uh, um, that effect on it, the uh, circle of power that I click sometimes. Ooh, okay. Oh, isn't there something like similar to that for casters? Circle of mana. Should I get something like that? I don't know. Yes, yeah, so we can go to Eldar Forest. Eldar Forest and get that. Put it on the list of things to do. Speaking of things to do with all um, our abundance of time. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of things to do with all the abundance I have for time, I got a little crazy. Um, Uh-oh. when I don't know, for some reason, like I had some free time during the day, uh, where like no one else was, everyone else was kind of busy. And so I took this upon myself to get all my trade skills to 300 for the shawl quest. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. We should have definitely um, included that into some of our conversation. Right. So, well, it started with Kara, I think, uh, a month ago or so before Underfoot came out. She said she was going to try for the Shawl 2.0 quest. Um, and there's the Prayer Shawl from the Velius expansion. And I think it was a really good uh, Shawl at the time, right? I don't remember yeah, much so, about it then. So that item had uh, some sort of mana on it, I believe. Right. Don't quote me on it. I, I, I've, I've never done the quest, but um, it was long, and you had to have all your trade skills, you know, basically maxed out. Right. And uh, you know, some of the crazy people in Valias got that done and uh, got to reap, reap the benefits. Right. And so those individuals um, or people that repeat it now, they can uh, embark on the shawl quest 2.0 uh, and then for that one it is required that all of your trade skills have to be 300 um, so they have to be maxed out now i'm going to say all that does not include tinkering uh, alchemy and spell research i think there are some later that are going to require spell research because you mean everybody. poison making also poison making yeah and everybody forgets about poison making um, i don't know if that's going to be included for the next one or not but anyway so I looked on a lot of, did a lot of research because you know me, I like my research and also asked around. Cara was a lot of help with this, um, try to figure out a very effective way uh, to get all my trade skills to 300. And so I only have two left. I have tinkering, I'm sorry, tinkering, tailoring and uh, blacksmithing. And those two are just seem to be the toughest to me. I don't know. Um, there's not a lot of stuff you can buy from vendors to raise your skill up. So I'm kind of not stuck. I've been killing a lot of otters in uh, Cobalt Scar for the Othamer fur. I'm trying to mm-hmm. increase that, but it's been boring as of late because progression is slow. Yeah, you guys are sick in the head. I would yeah. never. Akara has everything 300 already, so congratulations, she's, Akara. She's sick in the head as well. Yeah. 
So she's uh, she already completed the Shaw Quest, the 1.0, uh, and I believe she's starting like to collect materials for the 2.0, which is kind of nice because some of the materials are dropping like as we're doing progression. So and then she'll tell me, you need that for your 2.0, loot that. And so okay, uh, but yeah, she's been really on top of what what is needed for that. But I think it just gives you a buff to increase hit point and mana regen, something like that. It's nice to have somebody boss you around and tell you what to do. I don't mind it too much. As long as it's what I want to do in the first place, I don't. I'm pretty sure that that's how our marriages are as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. She just kind of be like, "Do this, do that." I'm like, "Okay, I like knowing what I need to be doing. That's fine." I tell my wife that all the time. I I will do what you ask me to do. I just need you need to direction. tell me what to do. Need a little I, direction. Um, Otherwise, I just be in front of this computer all day playing every quest. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So yeah, I'm still working on that. Um, so we'll keep you updated on that. I did also start the breakdown and communication quest line. Um, and then you gave up. I didn't give up. Uh, I didn't give up. It's still like something I want to do. Um, I Obviously, like the raid parts are some of the easier parts. The harder parts are like waiting for rare spawns. And so that's where I'm kind of stuck. I'm waiting for a few rare spawns in uh, Rewi. R-I-W-W-I. How you pronounce that? It's the Colosseum. Maybe. Say it again. No. Okay. Exactly. Uh, but it's, it's the Colosseum. It's a Discord expansion where yeah. everything is oh. all consonants. Yeah, like Ferubi, Berindu, um, those, but Riri. Okay. Anyway. Riri. Quivik. 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 Tevu or Texfu or whatever. Texfu. Aqua. And Takvi. Inuktua. So we're going to have to do, I have to literally visit all those zones. And do something in all of them. And I'm stuck in the Coliseum uh, waiting for a rare spawn. And I haven't been there in a couple of weeks just because. He, he's up just waiting for you. Probably. Um, we'll see. But I've gotten a lot done there. I did work on my faction with the um, the Yunjo, like the slaves that are there. And I got that worked on. So I've got my faction up there. And just I'll probably pop back in there now that I'm talking about it. It's something I kind of forgot about. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, it's still a really nice augment, um, even like into the next expansion into House of Thule. So I'm definitely going to be doing it at some point, and I feel like it's just like a personal achievement to have that done. Yeah, you like things like that, so it's that's all for you. Every now and then, every now and then. But yeah, I'm really enjoying this wizard. Um, I wouldn't say I would say like more or less than my other characters that I've had, but I have no desire to like main change to something else. Um, I. I like what I do. I like like giant chunks of DPS. It's really cool. I nuked a twin cast for I think 135k the other day, and it felt really cool to see like 25% or 30% of the mob's health just go away. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying the wizard. That'd be a lot nicer too once you get all your AAs. Yeah, I'm working on that. Um, Gift of mana is next. I'm sure Car would be happy about that. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep, she even told ratted me out to Namiro, who said Gift of Mana was a good AA. Did you uh, have to use your escape yet? Did it work for you? I used it, but it didn't work. Oh. Um, so That's I used it, and I kept moving, and I guess something else saw me, and I died. So I mean, it's it probably be nice once I'm fully geared because I'll last more than one and a half seconds when I get attacked. Because all mobs are hitting for like 4k plus. Even trash mobs, 4k plus. Um, 
and so when I do get aggro, um, I almost die or I do die. Whereas in Seeds of Destruction, even though I wasn't as well geared, um, I couldn't tank it, but like one mob wasn't going to end me. But now you have to really watch your aggro. Yes, sir. I, uh, I've been hit here a couple of times myself and it is not fun. No, uh, even the tanks are realizing that, um, a single, um, whereas before like a single healing mark with unsold mobs, you could survive. Now you either need to be slowed or have two healers. Um, cause it's just not cutting it anymore. I was uh, I was tanking Grunnock the uh, in the raid that one day. <laughs> all our tanks died. Oh, were you? And I I clicked all my my cooldowns to uh, you know mitigate damage and stuff. Right. And uh, yeah, I I survived for I don't know forty five seconds. Uh, and uh, for me, I mean that's a long time. I have forty thousand yeah. hit points, you know. Yeah. But. I'm, uh, armor experience, counterattack, uh, tumble. Uh -huh. I was I was clicking everything. Yeah, I, I figured you got like three keep... or four different things you can click, and then you're just out of options, right? Yeah, and it was uh, as long as I'm staying up, you know, that's that's all that matters for uh, for the raid. But we still uh, have yet to get Grunt knocked down. Um, we'll get him down though. Maybe tonight. Yeah, are we doing I... Are we doing him tonight? I don't know. I know we attempted Tuesday night. And it was unsuccessful. I logged off early. Um, I So on Tuesday, I have a class starting at 7 a.m. So I woke up at um, around like 5, 10 in the morning. So I was just kind of, it was already, um, I think, like 7.30 uh, in Pacific time. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just kind of fuzzy. I'm just going to go chill and watch some TV for a little bit. So I excused myself from the raid. Ooh, fuzzy. I've been there before. Yeah. Fuzzy is um, not a constant state of mind, but around eight o'clock, eight thirty, the fuzziness kind of sits in. Because I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a late start to any of my days. They're all early. Hey, uh, a brief intermission before we go on. I uh, been meaning to ask you. Uh, some of our maybe long-standing listeners may remember that you and I uh, are fans of Ninety Day Fiance. Right. Um, okay. Did you see the new um, trailer for the new season? I have not. No. Uh oh. Okay. I need to watch. We got something to talk. We'll, we'll watch it. <laughs> there's there's a trailer out, and new season is coming out here mm -hmm. soon. And uh, with new people, or do we have any like old uh, some goodies? You need to watch the trailer, good sir. Okay, I'll watch it. I know. Maybe you should watch it with uh, with the misses. Yes. Yeah, we haven't watched. Uh, 90 Day Fiance in quite a while. It's been at least a month or so. Uh, there's just been so much else going on. She's been working late and we usually like our... We started to watch different shows on, on uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime. So we just kind of not forgot. It's kind of neglected uh, 90 Day Fiance. But yeah, I'll check out the new trailer. Yeah, if anybody else is fans, let us know and we can... Like a little <laughs> sub-channel on our Discord we'll, for 90 We'll do a whole other podcast of just 90 Day Fiance oh, talk. Man. It is a hot mess. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, not to, you know, shame myself any more than I already am, but uh, I just finished the new season of Bachelor, too. So My wife um, was watching that. I, hmm. I kind of... I watch it for the crazy. Um, and there were a couple of nice crazies um, in, in that group of ladies. Um, so I just watch for the crazies and I love watching, uh, the women tell all, 
uh, oh yes, where you get like fifteen of the scorned um, ladies that didn't get picked all together, and they just yell at each other for an hour or something like that. It's good stuff. Yes, yes, yes. It was it was good season. I was uh, thoroughly impressed. So. Uh, I love the drama as well. That is why I watch these shows. So uh, yeah. the cringe factor is the yeah. The I prefer part. I prefer to watch the drama on television than to have it in my own life. So um, if I can just continue that, uh, I would be really appreciative. So. Luckily for me, I have both. Yeah, both. Oh man, it's like watching two screens at once. Wow. Right. Yeah. Let me watch your life for a while, and then maybe that'll be entertain more entertainment for me. But um, um, go ahead. before we move on here, is there uh, anything else you want to touch on on Underfoot before um, maybe I do a couple of the uh, forum posts or anything that you wanted to, to talk about? Um, well, I will say Underfoot, uh, it reminds me a lot of Gates of Discord as far as its uh, difficulty, but also kind of how you progress zone to zone in the same way. Um, I, I don't, I don't really like this progression from zone to zone. I would rather the group content just be like wide open. Um, and then if you want to progress raid wise, um, that's, that's totally different, but I don't like being limited to what you can explore based on like how much, how many of these missions or whatever you can do. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, I guess. Planes of Power, I guess, was like that, where you couldn't go in certain zones until you actually quested for them and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, also, I, I, I guess I'm already like looking one. forward to House of Thule personally. So we'll we'll, we'll see what's I going also on. I don't but... know much about House of Thule. Maybe I'll just have to read up on that. Um, I didn't really read up much on Underfoot. I just recently read some of the lore, and also through doing some of the missions, uh, we've been reading the lore as we go along. And you may give like a just a quick one minute rundown of the lore. Yeah, please like what we're do doing. that. Yeah, so Underfoot is actually um, in the hole, uh, which was, you know, on Otis, and there was a portal to the Underfoot. It was sealed off, uh, but I think the Master Yale, was that who it was? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And he kind of guarded the seal, but apparently it was breached, and you can access access uh, the Underfoot through there. But the Underfoot is where Braille Cerellius um, the like kind of master creator um, resides. And so Brel, uh, he was the first god um, to like notice Norath and started like making, uh, he made the dwarves, he made the gnomes, he made the gnolls, and maybe even the goblins, but that's under contention. Uh, but he did, before all that, he made his first creation. And so there was his first attempt at creating some kind of sentient life. And so he made this first creation and kind of like you do when you make something the first time, he fucked up. Uh, it, it was not evil, malevolent, but it was a really simple mind. And I think even they even, uh, I think of the word they used here for it. Um, it was kind of like simple Jack, I guess, from uh, what you call it from uh, Tropic Thunder. But, so this, the first creation uh, then realized, uh, it, oh, it says the first creation, Brel regards the first creation the way a parent loves a malformed child. Um, and so Brel, you know, accepted him for what he was. However, these new races that Brel made, dwarves, gnomes, and gnolls, uh, the first creation became jealous of this uh, because the, the first creation realized, 
this is something I want. I want to have my own kind of quote play toys. Um, and so the first creation is now rebelling against Brel. Um, and so this rebellion is kind of forced Brel, Sorelius to kind of look away from the underfoot and not keep things moving forward. And a lot of them, it's kind of like the afterlife for gnomes, dwarves, and gnolls, uh, where they're there to like create stuff and they work continuously and they're happy, but now there's nothing to work on. So they're getting kind of anxious and kind of worried that they don't have purpose anymore. So the machine that was the underfoot is now kind of starting to fall apart because Braille Sorelius is uh, taken away um, to deal with his first creation. There's more to it than that, but I don't want to spoil it for everybody. Uh, but would you do actually get to see uh, Braille Sorelius in Braille's temple? Uh, but I won't like spoil anything about that. Um, but I you think don't, you don't get to kill him. Unfortunately. No, you don't get to kill him. I think we do get to kill his first creation. That's kind of the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not really fighting Brel. We're helping Brel um, deal with his first creation. And I think that's who we, who we kill at the end. And I think the first creation kind of looks like that guy from Despicable Me. Uh, I haven't watched that movie, but I kind of know the character. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Have you watched that movie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got like no neck. Uh, you should look at the first creation sometime and tell me what you think. But yeah, I mean, it's not bad lore. It's not great lore, but it's not bad lore. Uh, Mae Young is not involved, thankfully. So that's always yeah. good. <laughs> uh, but it's not great. One thing I don't like about it is it's all underground. And so me as a wizard, I can't summon my mount and chill out. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, I think somebody was saying a lot of a lot of uh, expansions have been like that lately. But you I know knew- what he kind of looks like? I'm, I'm looking at a picture oh, of him at? right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know the uh, the two twins from uh, Alice in Wonderland? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, he looks like one of those guys. Yeah. Just big Tweedledum dumb and Tweedledee. Ogre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big dumb ogre looking thing. Yep. So I did want to uh, just touch on something that you said earlier about yep. uh, Master, Master Yale. Uh-huh. Um, we do kill Master Yale in the hole in that same area. But uh, when the hole gets revamped to the hole 2.0 in Lost Dungeons and Norath, uh, Master Yale goes bye bye, and uh, the master of the or guardian of the seal. Guardian is, uh, seal, yeah. He's a giant like stone, um, stone like guardian type. Yeah, and he's um, he is the one standing there, and it makes sense because it's sealed off. So the guardian of the seal is there, right? And I you think may that's... see him actually when you jump down in the hole one of these days. To now, see, I've gone to he... Brill's Rest because I have a portal there now. And you can mm-hmm. actually leave there and go to the hole. I'm, I'm considering doing that sometime because um, otherwise I think you have to travel quite far uh, to get down to that level of the hole. I want to see if it's like actually the basement of the hole or it's just like where you initially fall down. It's uh, the so if you're going to the hole, you know how you have to swim underwater and go through the rock and then run all the way through the hole and get all the way down to the bottom or whatever. Yeah. Um, you don't actually have to do that. If you go from uh, Tox Forest and yeah, get Paniel. to the big the big hole there in Pania, right? Like right before you click on the stone or whatever, you just jump right off that and you end up in the basement and the, the hole's right there to Browse Rest or whatever. Oh, okay. But yeah, I still want to check it. I haven't been down there in so so long, um, so I want to check that out again. One of my favorite zones in Classic, the hole. Lots of good memories there. So I remember I never went there in classic because it was so isolated. Um, and as a warrior, 
you, you didn't want to be too far away from like a major trade center or a city or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And I didn't consider um, Uridin as like a, a major hub city. It was just so isolated uh, to get there. And because corpse recovery, you always have to keep in mind about corpse recovery. And I could only imagine how shitty corpse recovery is going to be if you die like in the back of the hole there. Um, it's not going to be fun at all. Not anymore. But. Oh, no, not anymore. Like corpse recovery isn't a thing anymore. Uh, but in true classic, uh, not TLP classic, uh, corpse recovery and that kind of risk uh, played a factor. That's why a lot of people didn't always uh, join dungeons. And it also means a rogue was much more valuable because uh, they could drag a corpse through everything um, and bring you, you know, bring it to the zone in where somebody could res it. But yeah, that's all I got for uh, Underfoot. We're exploring it more. We want to see more about it. Um, and so we'll update you about our progression during the next podcast. For sure. Uh, just looking at uh, the forums here real quick. All right. I did, I did want to mention uh, something of importance that maybe a couple of your listeners on the live servers and stuff would care about would be the next set of heritage crates. Cool. Um, then, so we just had the half elf. Is that what we had? We had Tear, the wood elf. Teared all, whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> so we, that was the heritage crate we had for a good couple months. Mm -hmm. And the next one is, looks like the ogre. And someone uh, posted a, a link to the, what's going to be given out in the ogre crate, and you're going to get a um, lizard man illusion. Okay. So the ta or whatever they call them. Yeah, the from one in Kazakh Thule. Kazakh Thule, yep. Yeah. Cool. You'll have a armored war boar mount. So the, the war boars from uh, the plane of tactics. Gotcha. Okay. There's a couple of teleports coming out. Uh, the Plane of War, uh, Drundar, the Fortress of Zek, Toskarak, Dulak's Harbor, Ogak, and the Farat. I cool. think uh, the the Ogak one or the Farat one could be pretty useful, and the Dulak's Harbor one could be pretty useful too, just because it's a uh, it's hard to get to Dulak's Harbor. You have to go through uh, Gunthak and stuff first. Right. So, yeah, and the Farat would be pretty nice with House of Thule uh, expansion. I guess, you know, accessing that. Nice. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. But, you know, you can be in POK and just click Ogok. And you'll be in uh, the Ferrot. So not a yeah. big deal, but if you're... I don't know. I like these teleports because I think you can put them in your house. And then if you're at your house, you're just like, oh, cool. I'm going here. Click. And there you are. Or you just be asked your wizard to take you somewhere. Or my, yeah, or my druid, right? <laughs> yeah, because your druid can get to Ferrot. I can't. Close as I yeah. can get. Uh, Kazakh Thule. Kazakh Thule is revamped now, too. Some of those things hit hard in there. Oh, is it? I, I went in there recently um, because one of the smithing items that I needed uh, drops from them. And so I got like a big pack of them. They're around like level 40-ish, mm -hmm. uh, even almost level 50. And I got a big pack of them, and I started casting on them. Magic-resistant motherfuckers. I couldn't cast anything on them, so I just had to zone out. Uh, like I almost died. Uh, I had to run out. I, you know, I had to press my evac button to get out of there because I had about 20 or 30 of them on me and um, I couldn't I couldn't do my AOE spells. They were resisting all of it. So I found out I had I couldn't use fire. I had to use magic. 
So it was pretty weird. interesting. Yeah, it was really weird. So I was like, okay, well, I guess this is not how I'm going to do it. Yeah, I ran back there. Um, what what a zone. That's a zone that doesn't get talked about too much. I agree. Yeah. And uh, it's it's uh, gets kind of crazy way in the back there. There's a lot of things back there, and uh, the temple is pretty cool, but there's, like, portals and <laughs> like yeah, little levitating temple, things. And I, and I thought there's some kind of avatar of Kazakh Thul or something. Yeah, originally Kazakh Thule used to be in that zone. Oh, okay. In in like the very early days of classic, I believe. Right. And then yeah, they had the Avatar in there, and he's he's no uh, he was a joke, but yeah. And there's a big event there in Kazakh Thule that is kind of broken. I was trying to do it on uh, Pokemon one day, and it's hard to get the the event to, to spawn properly, but it's supposed to be some cool event that they had planned for that zone. Cool. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's a zone that really wasn't, um, popular. I think just because it was kind of isolated, uh, in the evil, uh, sections of Norath. So yeah. not a lot of people hung out there, but I thought it was pretty good for like levels 30 to 40, maybe even closer to 50. Uh, but I and guess the armor that dropped there, the uh, the oh, armor. There you go. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was some of the best armor in the game at the it time. It was. Yeah. Especially, I think, for Shadow Knights. I can't remember. Or is it for everybody? Because I think it has like some kind of regeneration on it, right? I do believe so. Yeah. yeah. And then that got nerfed, uh, taken away. It's just strictly AC. But yeah, I remember that armor because I wanted it on my warrior, and uh, there was no way I was ever going to get it. <laughs> All right. Let's let's see what else do they have on here. Um, oh, uh, rumors about the new TLP. Ooh, I like rumors, even though they're probably wrong because it's the forums. But go ahead. I guess so. There was some talk on a Discord of somebody that's uh, in the know. Oh, but sure. uh, Discord makes it real. The rumors are the next uh, TLP will be starting in God. Oh yeah. So you sent this via text. Um, and you said like, I thought you said, you know, it was just strictly a rumor. I, I wouldn't, no, I don't think they're going to do that just because of the popularity of classic. And I think Anigo talked about that in our texts where like the popularity of classic and Kunark and Velius is too much. People want the nostalgia of those and people hate Casey Discord. Um, I think it's laziness if I'm being honest, because right. um, they, they're saying let's start at Gates of Discord, you get Berserkers, you get B-Swords from launch. You know, there you go. But, no, I want I want B-Swords and Berserkers from launch of Classic. Like, make it work. So think about this. Put if a little it, effort in. Well, let me think about this first. So, if it did launch at Gates of Discord, where, where would your first, like, raid targets be? Because Gates of Discord no. has very little as far as group content as far as i can remember like group drops maybe it does it just usually they they didn't have them because everybody had all the time and planes of power to get what they wanted no i think i would still do the classic level leveling route i would go to soul a soul b sabalus chardock get to level 60 or whatever 65 um once you're level 60 you can start killing in the planes Right. Um, you know, go to play Injustice. I'm or, saying, like, where uh, would you get Ashton your raid Thunder. drops from? Would you do, like focus on? Yeah, I would do. I would do time. Well, no, sorry, planes, planes, of, planes of power. Planes, yeah, yeah, I would do planes of power. But see, that would kind of incentivize people to do those early 
uh, raids like I know people usually don't do um, the seventh hammer raid and like those entry level grummus they don't do those very often because actually the rewards aren't that great compared to like the luckland raids and stuff I think people would actually do a little bit of luckland raiding too uh, for some of like especially like the warrior weapons and stuff yeah, you could probably do the plate cycles in Valius and get uh, your tanks pretty geared up yeah. uh, to do maybe some Luckland stuff or you know some early um, some early plane stuff, and then just go from there. Yeah, that's that's the only interesting thing that would come out of that um, out of that TOP rule set would be like how do you get geared to survive in Gates of Discord? Because just being level sixty and having your standard group gear, I don't think it's going to cut it. You're going to need some kind of raid gear. But I wonder at that level, like what's the entry level raid target be? I also think uh, one of the complaints that I was reading is that Mischief is about to go to Great um, Gates of Discord right at the same time. Oh, right. Now I've heard things about uh, Mischief and the Eldon raids and like 30 pieces of loot and all that kind of stuff. They nerfed that a little bit, but there's still a lot of loot dropping. Right. That seems like so much. Now, in Underfoot, let me head back to, to Mangler. Underfoot, Ooh, there's, quite I know a what bit you're of, about. there's quite a bit of loot dropping from, from these. So for each um, raid boss that we're doing, we get four or five uh, armor pieces, like quested armor pieces. And then we also get like three uh, items and lots of spells, like seven or eight different spell runes so i'm really impressed by that yeah i think people did that uh or daybreak did that because uh the expansion was so hard that you weren't really getting anything out of it so then they added right. more loot for the the content and they never changed it back yeah you were uh, saying Rizlona. they did that in Rizlona and they never turned it off something like that something yeah like that. sounded good to me i mean if you made it up oh well I think, you know, it's really funny. When we started this podcast, I was like, yeah, I know a good bit about EverQuest. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm a fan. I've been a fan for a long time. I've been there for a lot of things. But maybe it's the concussions I've had over the years or, or what. But I haters. feel like quite possibly. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I definitely feel like my recall knowledge on some, you know, maybe important facts uh, has just well, left. I wouldn't call that one an important fact. You weren't even on Rizlona, and this is your first time in Underfoot. So well, there slide. are definitely people out there, and kudos to those people who can just they have that recall, like the yep. Rubicite armor and stuff. I'm like, yeah, there's some, there was some armor that dropped over there. <laughs> I don't know why or how, but I did remember that. Um, there's been a lot of information over the years that have been crammed into my brain, um, and other things have left, but that one stuck. Rubicide armor. That one stuck in my brain. I can tell you the stats on Jenny's two-tone curse, though. The from uh, Grieg's End. <laughs> oh, no. I can't do that one. It's oh, the five, phone six, number. Seven, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. See, you, you, you did know. Now you're embarrassing me. Yep. So what else you got uh, on the forum? So maybe Gates of Discord uh, progression? I, I hope not. Um... I hope not. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, thanks for your input. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go because it's very rumorish. Um, but, I mean, it's coming out in about two months now, right? Uh, yeah, coming here soon. Yeah. So 
hopefully in April we'll hear more about it. Uh, but for right now, uh, yeah, they're strictly rumors. It just seems like a really bad idea. Like you said, uh, Mischief is already going to be on Gates of Discord. So, like, who's going to want to transfer from Mischief to this server? Like, people would, I don't think you would want to do it. Um, is there any other rumors as far as the rule set, or was that the only one? That's the only one that I saw. Yeah, I, I was talking to somebody who hasn't played EverQuest in a really long time and told him about this new uh, server that's opening up in May. And he asked me, oh, what's the rule set? Or like, you know, what's the catch? And I told him that they don't know. And I said, well, what would it be for you? Like, what would be the cool thing? And he couldn't think of anything. But I told him about what we kind of talked about where it's randomized class and loot. Like, not randomized, but any uh, race can be any class. Which that'd would be, be so like, cool. That'd be so cool. Um, but, you know, we started talking about it, the two of us, and we said, like, you know, Ogre Monk or something. But I said, well, he said, that would be way overpowered. And I was like, I agree, it would be pretty powerful. But what if the drawback of that is that you had a faction, like the only trainer is in Freeport or Kanos, and in order to train, you had a faction. <laughs> so, right. If you wanted to be an Ogre Monk, that's cool. I would love to see an Ogre Monk running around. But uh, where are you going to get your tomes from? How are you going to go see your guildmaster? Mm-hmm. Well, because you, you can't go to Cabalus uh, and you can't go to Freeport. So right. you're going to either be killing a lot of orcs or, uh, you know, feigning, flapping your way and sneaking behind a guildmaster somewhere. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. Um, because, you know, at some point we said, like, maybe you just include all the trainers, like every trainer possible in every city. And I was like, no. I was like, there's drawbacks to being certain combinations and. You know, they should be um, imposed. I think it would be pretty cool. I think yeah, that if would you kind of balance to be a, it out a little bit. If you wanted to be a gnome monk, you could definitely orange him back to your hometown. But you're, <laughs> you orange him back there, you don't got nothing you're there for. You have to run yeah, clear across the country all the way to Freeport. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing is, like, um, that would be a problem, say, if you were a, a wood elf shadow knight uh, following Rallo's Zek. Like, maybe if you orange him back to home... Uh, maybe it should just put you, you know, somewhere in Greater Fate Arc and not like in the Warrior Guild, but you'll probably get killed. So KOS. <laughs> yeah. Um, because when I played on Povar, I actually made a Wood Elf Warrior following Rallo's Zek because um, I put this on Facebook a couple of days ago. Somebody said, you know, tell me about your first character. Uh, so my very, very first character was a Ogre Warrior um, that followed Rallo's Zek. I kind of liked the idea of the Warlord. It sounded really cool. Um, then I ended up Somehow I ended up in the Wrath, Wrath Mountains and got squished by a hill giant um, and then couldn't find my body. And so I just deleted that character and made uh, the Wood Elf Warrior. But the first time I made him, I made him a Rallo Zek Worshipper. And I was like apprehensive um, to like everyone. I didn't really know what that meant in Kelethon. But I ended up going to Butcherbach Mountains around level 5 or level 6. And I was being attacked by the dwarves. <laughs> so I said, I've made a mistake here. So I went back and changed it to Tunari, and and all was all was right in the world. But um, it's really cool, as, like you can make those decisions for deity, and there's strong consequences for making deity changes. Choices. Yeah, especially early on in the game. Yep. Um, well, uh, okay. you know, I, there's a whole lot. We we've, we've been gone a month. I, like I said, I that was a long time, and I didn't even expect it, but. Um, I, there's a whole lot on the forums that I could go over, and I just think we should save that for another time. Yeah. 
getting close to our mark. We're not, you know, I know that's kind of not our goal, but it's kind of where we usually end up. Well, I just want to spin this wheel. I've had this wheel up on my screen for so long, and I was like, let's. uh, Yeah, so we went through, just to make sure, we went through um, on the Discord uh, channel and saw everyone who, um, you know, said their favorite zone. And so Poken put them all in a big wheel, virtual wheel. And so that's going to be, I can't see the wheel. Um, so Pokin's going to be handling that, I guess, whenever you're ready, Pokin. You're going to have to trust me on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So we got a good couple of names on here. I'm going to go ahead and spin the wheel. Uh, I've shuffled the names so they are not even in alphabetical order. Okay. Oh, I wish you could hear it. I, I know. Hear, I want to hear like it. Wheel, but... It's like Wheel of Fortune sounds. Yeah. And it's going, it's going, and the winner, Rageheart. Rageheart. All right. Congratulations, Rageheart. Hope you're listening, like, you know, soon. Please check it out. We'll make the announcement also on the Discord, um, like, after we publish this. Like that Maybe, like, a day after. That way, you know, people don't get spoiled if they were wanted to hear it on the podcast. Yeah. But. I uh, just wanted to read. Rage Hart said that his favorite zone was Sebelus. Yeah. Uh, he remember spending so much t- time there as a rogue, making a few extra plat, opening up the crypt doors for people. That's even that's that's good. That's good because you know what? Uh, as a as a rogue, it went to another rogue. Yeah, <laughs> went to a fellow rogue. No collusion. Uh, opening, no up, collusion. Opening, up the, <laughs> opening up the crypt doors is something yeah. you know nice. So. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in Sebelus with my warrior as well. I think that was a lot of fun. And I did take Polly down there for a while, um, doing leveling um, on Mangler before I joined Pals. Really cool zone, kind of out of the way. But one of those you can just spend, you know, a few weeks if you got enough uh, uh, food and, and, and drink. You can really load up on a lot of nice items through there. It's a really nice, fun zone. So congratulations. Yes. Actually, Rage, Heart, Rage Heart's on in the on line right now, and I just told him uh, to make sure he listens to the episode all the way through. Yeah, okay. We'll see what he says. We'll see what he says. <laughs> he's going to be he's gonna be hype. Uh, hype. Yeah, five, uh, five kroner heading your way. Uh, you know what? It's nice to give back to the community. Um, you know, we're, we're still uh, – uh, we didn't talk about this, but um, uh, the other one of the other podcasts has finished up. And that is yeah, that the, was uh, what? Return to EverQuest? Return to EverQuest, yeah. yep. Um, and so that makes us, what, one of two or, th- or three um, concurrent EverQuest podcasts that are available right, right. now. Right. Um, you know, sad to see the, the Return to EverQuest guys go. I told you I really like their production. Um, but... You know, the, the community is open for people, and if they want to listen to what we talk about and our shenanigans, uh, then, you know, cool. I'm glad you guys are here. And, uh, you know, we're able to give back to uh, the few listeners that we have and, you know, maybe many more f- listeners in the future. Yeah, so we just hit a milestone as far as the podcast goes. We had 4,000 listens right now, so 4,000 downloads, which is pretty cool. I have a, an app that can track those, and I thought... wow. That was really neat to get 4,000 uh, downloads. I think that's a nice accomplishment. Uh, good, good job, Pokin. Um, and yeah, then, good job, Yarnix. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm kind of curious to like, especially if you're a new listener, if you just kind of picked it up, um, you know, where did you hear about us? Um, you know, where is it like word of mouth or were you just like searching, uh, for podcasts or EverQuest and stumbled upon us? Um, if you could, if, you know, if, unless you like know us directly through the guild or something, um, just drop us a little line and on, uh, in the discord, let us know like how you found us. That way we can try to encourage those things, kind of spread the word. So, you know, we, we could reach some more people and get more of a, like a communication across, you know, all of us who love EverQuest. Uh, I do want to say we need to get a couple uh, guest stars on here soon. Yep. I know that we've talked about getting Lamb back on. Yep. Very interesting person. I really have a lot of questions for him. Um, I would also like to get uh, Badzilla on. We kind of talked about talked about him being on here. Mm-hmm. And I've I've heard uh, through the grapevine that he kind of kept the guild together, uh, the guild Kith and Kin at one point. Oh, well, thank you. He was he was the one that uh, where they were in times of trouble. You know put the world on his back and carried him around to safety. So yeah, I'd um, like to hear that story. I would as well. And I, then, uh, I did mention red bear Flynn, a uh, fellow YouTuber who has been doing oh, some, right. um, he did something with ion blaze recently, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched and that video. I, I was actually watching that video. Uh, I am blaze who was on the pod on the podcast, uh, now has kind of rebranded and like rededicated his channel. Um, he does a lot of like live streams when the channel gets released and I was able to stop in under the Everpals YouTube account and say hi and tell him how much we love his content and everything. He's a really nice guy. So Super nice guy. Yeah, you should check out his uh, YouTube channel, uh, Ion Blaze Gaming, I believe it is. Um, you can do a search for that and find him there. And, you know, if he thinks that Redbeard Flynn is an appropriate... Uh character to go ahead and do some uh work with then uh he's an appropriate character oh, for us for sure. so yeah uh, so yeah i'd just like to get him on here and pick his brain a little bit so i also want to get um doodle on here to teach me yes. a wizard i've been learning on my own maybe i got it figured out maybe i could be better you, you could probably do a doodle episode even without me i'd love to be there but uh th- that's just a podcast for you and doodle to talk and, and oh, pick his I brain gotta, i gotta carry the weight of the podcast on my shoulders like badzilla carry the weight of kith and Ken. i don't know <laughs> if i have those shoulders to do it uh, i'll doodle, talk to doodle about doodle, that and see if he's see if doodle he's has the chaps he can he can help hold on to the reins if he had to yeah uh, but no, very, very interesting. We definitely have to do a couple more um, guest episodes and, you know, that only leads to more interesting characters. Mm-hmm. I really love hearing people's stories and what EverQuest means to them and, and how they, why they still play this 23 year old game. So for sure. Um, so happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I wore my green tie. What was that? Wait a second. Rewind. (laughs) Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. There we go. That's all. (laughs) Jesus. uh, I have been speaking all day long for lectures. I had a microbiology lecture started at 8 o'clock in the morning. I had 272 slides to cover in a two-hour period, and that was impossible. So I had to uh, just flip through a lot of them really quick, looking at different diseases of the respiratory uh, digestive and uh, urogenital uh, tract. So, if you want to talk about Urogenital. that, that's for a different podcast. But yes, uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Yeah. Uh, congratulations again, Rage Heart. Hope you really listen to this episode and you get to uh, see that you won five chrono. Yeah, 
And again, thanks to Lambeck for his generosity. Thank you, Lambeck. And now time to go do some more progression on this uh, very in-depth expansion. All right. Happy uh, anniversary, EverQuest, as well. Yeah. Oh, man. I haven't seen all these texts. Okay. So, yeah, I saw the texts from Anigo and Kara and you. I guess we're ready oh. to start playing, huh? Oh, so you know what I'm doing, right? <laughs> Are you already in game? Ah. <laughs> all right. I'll be there soon. I'll see. Okay. okay. Um, hey, uh, are you all queued up and ready to go? I am. I, then go I, ahead and play I'm wondering if I made a mistake early on. I know I recorded your voice, but I had something clicked for the desktop audio on uh -oh. the OBS, and I wonder if, uh -oh. it, if it got that. So I'm going to attempt to play it and find out if I did it correct. So uh, we'll see. If not, hey, maybe there won't be intro outro music this time. Oh, no. I know I might have, might have fucked up, but it was like 15 minutes in, and I didn't want to tell you. That's why we're the most uh, mediocre podcast, mediocre podcast. There is. All right. I'm going to attempt to play outro music. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check us out on Linktree so you can find all our shit. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Instagram's uh, where it's at. Yeah. Bye. Bye.